welcome to Deeply Rooted Online, where women encourage women by sharing scripture and stories of God at work. Well, hello, ladies. I am so happy that you're all back with us. Grab your coffee, sit down, open your Bibles. We're just going to have a lovely time in the Word. And I'm excited with um, what Carrie has to say. And uh, just as a, as a little hint, a little sneak preview, uh, she's going to speak on gathering. And I think right now, do we ever need this, ladies? We need to gather together. So Carrie, can't wait to hear your thoughts and what you're going to tell us. Before I do that, though, we're joined by some lovely ladies, and uh, I'm just going to go around the table. Martha, do you want to say hi? Hi. And I'm Esther Jennings. Yeah, here we are again. Glad to be able to be part of this conversation. Well, hello, hello, and I'm so happy to be here. My name is Carrie Fellows, and um, yeah, I'm talking today on something um, just off my head on something that's very dear to me, and that's um, women's Bible study, small group, living groups, life groups, gatherings. And um, I just want to start off with a verse that kind of illustrates um, God's view on fellowship. So it's Hebrews, if you want to take out your Bibles, if you've got them handy, it's Hebrews 10, 24 to 25. I'll give you a second to page through that. And let us be concerned about one another in order to promote love and good works, not staying away from our worship meetings as some habitually do, encouraging each other and all the more as you see the day drawing near. So I think the word that stands out to me there is um, the word encouraging. Um, When my kids were little, I think I had four under the age of six. Uh, I used to go to um, an uh, international Bible study called BSF. Uh, Bible Study Fellowship is what that stands for. And it was my lifeline. It was literally what's once a week, Wednesday mornings for about three hours. And I know it sounds like a lot, but it was absolutely a blessed time. But you're with other women who are sharing their stories of motherhood, uh, marriage, um, loneliness, singleness, what, whatever their walk is through life, the demographic was similar, um, but we would encourage one another and we would um, listen to one another and share the Bible and how it was, the same verse we were studying spoke differently to us because of whatever season we were in our life. And it, when they call it the living word of God, it literally is talking to you like the living word. Um, So I just listed a few things that um, I was able to experience by being um, in a fellowship situation or Bible study um, or small group. And these are some of the things that I've, I've gotten. So I've listed soul care, prayer, um, encouragement, an outing. Oh, mommy gets to go somewhere other than the grocery store. Um, built-in friendships, like-mindedness discussions. (sighs) Yeah, that just feels good to get that off my chest. It's just such a blessing to be in a small group or a Bible study. Any thoughts? I'm throwing it out there. Hmm. I just, I remember exactly what you had as well. I went to the same sort of thing at a local church 
And I looked forward to that day every week because it was a chance to be with other moms and the kids got to play together. But more than that, you were in the word and uh, you were getting nourished and filled and energized. And it really does become a lifeline. Um, what I wanted to say to, to that is, you know, I feel like the Christian walk is, is much easier as a team than it is by yourself. Mm. Um, and when we're in community, we are like being on a team. We support one another. We share with one another. We encourage one another. You see the teams that are playing sports on television. And when one falls down, the other one picks it up, picks them up. When they score, when they have a success, they're all applauding. It's, um, it's exactly that thing, uh, in community. And that is what God designed. He, his word, that passage that you read is exactly what that is trying to, to tell us is that we're stronger as a team. And the other thing that, that it makes me think about is the fact that the day is drawing near where he's going to take us all to be in his presence. And, um, let's be all in, let's not just post, let's live out our calling let's share the gospel and let's do it in community and let's do it as a team because that's what he's called us to. Oh, amen, Esther. And I mean, he made us that way. Like you said, he made us this way. He made us as a body. And so I, I'm just, I was flipping through and turning to first Corinthians 12. Uh, Cause it, it says actually in verse 19, but if the whole were all a single organ, where would the body be? So yeah. he made us all so distinct and so different. And on and page 26, uh, or in verse 26, um, it says, and if one member suffers, all the parts share the suffering. If one member is honored, all the members share the enjoyment of it. And I think that part there is the fellowship. So yes, we all have a distinct part of the body and a distinct mission that God has us on. But that part there brings it all back. If one yeah. suffers, we all suffer. If one is being uh, honored, then we all joy in that. And that's what we're missing when we don't come together. And that's why together, like you said, is where we're stronger. And that's how God made us. Have you ever experienced almost a supernatural um, something happening? Like when you arrive at the Bible study, you're kind of in your head. You're living what you just left at home. Um, you could be grumbling. And then all of a sudden you're singing your hymns. You're getting out of your own head and into the word. And by the time you leave, you're transformed, almost euphoric, if I could say. You know, I would jump in there and say one of the times that stands out in my mind is um, a time I attended church. Uh, actually, it was down in Orangeville. Uh, but just came in regular church and we've, you know, we always go to church, you know, this is our pattern in life. And uh, often you go without a lot of expectation and it wasn't a crisis in my life or anything else, but I so clearly remember the spirit just speaking to me uh, almost directly and actually, I had this also in the high school gym at Harvest, you know, and you don't, at that time, I was praying about something, though. But, you know, God, when we do get together in community, 
-hmm. It says where two or three are gathered, I'm in the midst. And I think God is with us in a special way. And if we, um, well, I'd also like to say, we all know that with COVID, it's been a big challenge getting together. Mm-hmm. We, can't, we weren't able to get together. It's mm-hmm. not that we were forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, but you know, because of COVID and the current regulations, we're not able to get together. So I think this is so topical, Carrie, because uh, we wanna remind all our listeners how much God can bless us as we're rebuilding our getting together times, whether it's Sunday morning or, you know, uh, women's events, whenever we can have them again, or even Zoom meetings that people are carrying on, um, that, you know, when we're together, the spirit is there and we've got some work to do to rebuild that for our community in in Harvest Muskoka. But I know God is gonna bless us through that community. Mm-hmm. Being in fellowship with one another is an act of working together to bring glory to God. And so outside of our own selfish needs is what we actually are doing is being obedient to the Lord and, and blessing him with glorifying him. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you say? Totally. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I was going to go along that the same sort of line and just say it that it's, it's our it's our obligation. If you want to even put that it sounds almost too legalistic. It's, it, we're compelled to do it. it there's, a, there's some uh, responsibility on our part to step up and be part of that body. And so that's why I'm excited about, about even these, these podcasts that we can do. We're, we're, we're encouraging women to, to, to gather back again because we are needing it so desperately, this fellowship that God created yeah. for us. Or like you said, uh, um, Carrie, for his glory. We glorify God in the coming together. It's beautiful. Do you not find though that sometimes we get very comfortable with not pushing ourselves out of our our own little space and COVID for a year and a half, that's a year and a half of dysfunction, (laughs) a year and a half of not being in community. And it's very easy to get to that point where we feel we're comfortable with our own company. It's okay. We don't need fellowship but when you get a taste of it again and you realize what we've been missing and then you understand that this is what we were designed for um it just makes it all so much more um appealing to just really push ourselves to get back into community and i just yeah. like to jump in there with the thought that i've noticed um in our family um and even hans and i COVID has caused us to rethink and reevaluate the things we're doing. So I do Mm. think, you know, God through COVID has maybe spoken to some of us that we're too busy. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't think any of us are, and I don't think Carrie is telling us, you know, let's just fill our lives with meetings. But so we want to be before the Lord and say, Lord, where is it you want me to be? Um, And, you know, how do I put my life in balance? Mm-hmm. But like you said, Esther, so much uh, time now has been spent really out of balance where we're just by ourselves because we had to be that we need to be actively seeking to bring that balance of fellowship back again. And uh, people who think, you know, I don't have anything to offer, but you do have something to offer, whatever it is. You know, I often think 
anyway, I won't go into that, but I often think maybe my thoughts aren't as good as someone else's or whatever, but all of us as Val brought out, we are part of that body, whether we're the big toe or we're the mouth. Yeah. We have something to do and we have a place. Amen. And and there's even a verse uh, that, that, you know, you kind of skip over. It's almost embarrassing, but it talks about our unseen parts. So the parts that we keep hidden, the parts that are private, God says that's important too. And because they're hidden doesn't mean that he doesn't notice that it's working. So uh, like you said, Martha, encouraging people to say, oh, but I have nothing to offer. No, God made us with every, with something to offer. So, you know, staying in God's word and staying together, this is important to gathering. And uh, Carrie, if you just want to have, have some final thoughts to wrap up on that. Yeah. Um, my, my beloved mother-in-law sent me something that I've, I hold close and I'm going to read it to you. It's a quote, an unknown writer, but just the visual of it. God's plan must be compared not to a solo, but to a symphony. Mm. Its beauty is impossible to capture in one note, no matter how loud it is. Only by a full orchestra playing together can be the beautiful harmony and be captured. This is what the church is. God's orchestra. So in God's symphony, his plan, the score is the Bible, which reveals his son, Jesus Christ. The instruments are our spiritual gifts and natural abilities. And the means we use to perform is fellowship. I just thought that hit kind of what I feel and I've seen and what the church is to God. Um, as a final thing to kind of ponder on as you um, leave the podcast. Yeah, yeah, I love that. I love that, Carrie. And may these thoughts carry through this week, ladies. We've been so excited to have you here with us and, uh, you know, stay rooted. But I'm also going to add, stay gathered. Thanks for joining us at Deeply Rooted today. If God has been speaking to you and you want to connect with someone for prayer, email us at deeplyrooted at myharvestchurch.ca. Be sure to subscribe to this channel to receive notifications when new content is released. And finally, let's stay connected with one another and deeply rooted in Christ.